All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of the Bros on Beers podcast. I am Flex Ruffus. I'm here tonight with Pearl and the professor. How are you guys doing tonight? Very good. Happy 7th of July. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we made it through. We survived the uh, 4th of July weekend, all of the craziness that's been going on recently since things have been opened up, as they say. Jul- July um, 7th, it's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Oh, happy birthday to the professor's mom. Mama professor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I got a little question for you guys tonight. I thought maybe we'd kick it off with a little bit of a question here. I know you're not prepared for this, but we'll start we'll with the Q&A. You, yeah, you know, see if you have anything interesting to uh, discuss about this. But the question is, um, do you have a good story for the first time you ever got drunk? No. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I think I did. Well, not even a good story, but just, you know, do you remember the first time you, you ever drank to the point? Not not like tried a beer or tried something, but, you know, there was ever a uh, a difference in behavior. Uh, okay, I got mine. So when I was a kid, uh, my my we lived with the, my grandparents. Why is the beef? Uh, my grandfather had a kegerator on the back porch. In, in, like the old one, like in a big, it was a big brown fridge with a tap on the side. And uh, so there was just beer out there. And when I was like, you know, five or six or seven, somewhere around there, uh, me and my brother went out there when, when no one was paying attention to us and, and started, like we realized that, that it was bubbly. So we could fill it, we could, we could drink it and then burp, right? Because it kills you with gas. So we, 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 we slug a beer and then try to burp the alphabet or burp whatever. Like we were just talking to each other. And, but as a consequence of that, we drank like three or four beers as possible. <laughs> oh my God. So then when I remember when my mom found, like my brother was like, he was littler than I was. And like, he, he immediately was like, just completely shit faced and falling down and then vomiting. <laughs> and then, oh my God. I was like, you know, I just remember like laughing a lot and bouncing off the walls and stuff like that. And like, I just remember my mom being incredibly upset. Like we got in so much trouble for that, but, and I didn't understand why I'm like, we were just burping. Why don't I, like we had a burp competition. What's what? I don't understand. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you have a kegerator, uh, keep it on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> or kids that like burping. <laughs> um, actually when you were, I said, I didn't, but, uh, I didn't really drink honestly till probably till I was like 21 mostly, you know, I didn't really drink in high school or anything like that, <clears throat> even throughout college or whatever. But I do remember, I don't know what age I was. I was going to a friend's house and I know I was drinking a lot there. I do not know what age I was. I could have been 17. I could have been 19. I don't know, 20. But the very little that I remember of it was I ended up getting, did you get sick professor from trying to burp or just? No, I don't think that night. I, I remember I can also remember, I can also remember my my first blackout was in was in high school and that night I got really sick. Yeah, yeah. Mine mine was just a simple story. Disgusting. It was, ended up with throwing up. I guess I'd eaten like a whole bag of carrots Ooh. for some reason at a friend's house and then got sick. <laughs> and went into the kitchen. Carrots and beer. 
Kick beer. There's the title of this episode. Uh, <laughs> and proceeded to completely throw up the entire bag of carrots. It was all mulched up and filled. It was either the bathroom sink or the kitchen sink with just oh. carrot mush. And then just left it there. You, huh? sir, are a baboon. <gasps> that, that, that sounds like someone we know. There's a famous story from all our friends when one when, when my family was living in the beach house down uh, in Lavalette, New Jersey, and we had a we had a party, and somebody locked themselves in the bathroom, and despite being in the bathroom, decided they wanted to vomit in the sink, not in the toilet. So yeah. they stopped the sink up, <laughs> and like then then they were all embarrassed, and then they had the door locked, and we're like banging on the door, climbing in through the window, trying to get in there. <laughs> Does this person live in Florida? That person lives in Florida. Uh, okay, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, so don't eat carrots and drink. Okay. Yeah, I think that's my earliest memory. You know, I have many since then. But, uh, funny stories, not just getting drunk. So, so mine was, um, it, it was Sambuca. I, I remember. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I, some, some friends, I... I can't even remember their names, but if I if I name them, you'd probably know who they were. Um, but we drove up to the boardwalk uh, in Point Pleasant and um, drank Sambuca. And that was, yeah, that was the first time it ever changed my behavior. And I just remember walking on the boardwalk and they had fireworks that night. So there were like a million people there. It was so packed. And there was this guy that must have been like seven feet tall. And I just kept like obnoxiously turning and pointing at him and you know saying like oh that guy's so tall <laughs> like <laughs> acting like a complete asshole um you know the, the type of person i would hate like uh, you know if i if i saw them today but um yeah i don't remember getting sick uh yeah after that but no it was definitely that's, um sambuca that's liquor licorice right licorice yeah. yeah it's like black yeah it's like a black licorice uh liqueur yeah, yeah. So for a while, I couldn't. I I don't know. I couldn't. I, maybe I did get sick because I couldn't drink sambuca for a while. It just yeah, kind of had yeah. bad taste. Yeah. So when carrots are bad. I remember the first time I got sick. I had like I started to feel sick, and I was at my friend's house, and so like I was like I should put something on my stomach. So I ate a bunch of Oreos. That was a mess as well. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't usually get sick when I'm drinking. It's usually the next day. Oh, no. I, I get sick a lot when I'm drinking. Okay. And many stories there. <laughs> <You're trying laughs> to the ones that... In front of people, and you, you try to run to get away to throw up some rolls and get rope in your mouth and try to... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So speaking of which, I know uh, Bastardo has a family member who um, I've, I've experienced a couple of those incidents with this this person and their family. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, I, I remember the, the, the one story about the at McSorley's in the village, right? There was, yeah, there was McSorley's. Yeah, that's right. That, that was that was the big one. Oh, God. What a mess. But they I mean, just when you're sitting there, you can't get out from that table. What are you gonna do? I, I, I don't blame <laughs> entirely for that one. <laughs> there were so many people there. They just came with like a rag and like wiped it onto the floor, and <laughs> everybody proceeded. 
<laughs> and they serve those uh what, what do they serve like pretzels or something what's what's the thing they uh, serve no, with saltines the... saltines and onions yeah uh, that's saltines and onions that's right good well, deal I think, I, I think that's always been good for me the fact that and if i do like a shot of vodka or something my stomach just does not it doesn't sit so I, i'll maybe just instantly throw it up you know after that so i can't do like three or four shots of vodka so i know i just stay away from it you know, Southern Comfort was always fine with me. Um, Fireball now, which is just that disgusting whiskey. Um, <laughs> but those are shots that, that like... That's kids' whiskey. That's, that's, that's awful. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> teacher's whiskey. When we go out, you know, it's around that to teach me. You know, I work with nothing but girls, and that's what we all get. So, uh, what are you guys drinking today? Oh, oh. <laughs> what do you got there? He's drinking the fireball. Something, uh, is that, just, I'm, bl- I'm waiting to open my beer and I'm just finishing my handle of Johnny Walsh. Oh, okay. It looked, it looked very red. So, okay. I guess it was just uh, whiskey. So, um, yeah. Who wants to go first? What do you guys have tonight? You want me to go first? Yeah, I, I had to grab a glass. I'm going to open mine because it's getting warm. Oh. You can go first if you want. Okay. Well, All right. Sure. Okay. Here's the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you opened it, I was going to say, fire away. All right. Well, I'll go first. first. So this one, it's you know, this is a brewery I have never been to. Uh, looking it up and reading about it, I would love to go to it. Uh, problem is, it's in Portland, Oregon. Uh, so a bit far, but the the brewery is called Great Notion. Um, they, you know, I was in the store. I saw a couple of four packs of these uh, and picked them up. Um, they seem like a really fun brewery. They're, they're pretty big. And well, a, uh, if I'm able to buy it in the store in Massachusetts, they have to be pretty big, right? They have to have a fair amount of distribution to get it uh, all over the country, right? So that's that's impressive. Uh, you know, the website is really cool and interesting. They have. It looks like they have like five sort of sites in 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 the, in Portland in the Oregon area. Uh, like it looks like there's two brew pubs and like three tap rooms. So they're a pretty big uh, microbrewer out there, but they're, you know. But the thing I like about them, the, like the artwork on the can is a lot of fun. There's a bunch of different cartoons and stuff. But, you know, I am the, I am the, the uh, sour representative here. And, <laughs> you know, their, their motto is keep beer fun. And they make a ton of like really fun beers. So they have beers like... Uh, Blueberry muffin, big papaya, strawberry shortcake, uh, <laughs> you know, a bunch of different sours with different fruits. Um, the one I'm drinking tonight is the double raspberry marshmallow shake. And you can see oh, wow. it's, it's oh, pink. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I had one of these the other night, and it's, you know, it's good. It's, it's after, you know, it's a dessert beer. The marshmallow is really strong in this. I could eat. You can smell it. It's it's almost like it reminds me of like, um, like the old cereals like Booberry and Count Chocula and all of that and Lucky Charms. Boston Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Like you can smell the marshmallow just by putting your nose over the glass. And what kind of beer did you say it was? 
So they describe it as a tart ale, which is basically a sour. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Given it's nine percent tart ale with raspberry and natural and artificial flavors, which is probably the artificial is probably the marshmallow because that is really strong. But you know, so they, they do the fun beers like this, which I like. It's it's sour, uh, but not really sour. Uh, it's it, it is tart. Uh, the I can taste the raspberry, really strong raspberry, really good marshmallow. Yeah, and it's got that like little tingle on your tongue, which is what I love from the sours. Um, but they also, I mean, they do they do traditional beers as well because I I bought. Uh, a four pack of this, and I bought a four pack of their double IPA, which is the ripe IPA. And that was amazing. Like for RPAs, that was really good. Uh, but I figured we always talk about this. Why not do something fun like a like a pink raspberry beer? <laughs> <laughs> of course. And it's it's really it's it's refreshing. It's refreshing and delicious. And you know, it's it, it's a good summer beer. Yeah, definitely a summer type beer. Is it crushable? Um it's crushable. <laughs> that was a term. Yeah, I, would yeah, love so, like, I don't know that much about the brewery because they're all the way out in Portland, but it looks like they have a pretty big operation out there. Uh, you can go to the website at greatnotion.com, uh, I guess. Yeah, and, and you know, look around. If you're in Portland or in the Oregon area and listening to this, uh, it doesn't look like – I don't know if we – I haven't checked the, the list in a while. I know we have people in India and Virginia and, and, and maybe England. No, we've got, we've got Bolivia and Brazil, but no, no nobody from uh, Portland. We, have, we, we haven't got to the, uh, to the left coast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, if next time I'm out there, I'm, I will definitely try to find one of these places because it just looks fun. I like the motto. I like the, the website. I like the – the different artwork and the and just the spirit of it, like yeah. they're having fun with it. They're not they're not being beer snobs about things, and you know, oh, it has to be this kind of hops and this kind of glass, or whatever. Like it's supposed to taste good. It's supposed to be fun, and that's what this yeah. is. It's delicious. Oh, right. Hey, that's a good. Wait promote. a minute. Wait a minute. I'm I'm taking offense to the beer snob statement because I I do have a beer snob uh, growler carrier, so I, I may be a beer snob. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you could be beer snobbish. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. So, like, the I was listening to, I guess it would be two episodes ago, uh, uh, but <clears throat> when you guys were talking about, like, do you drink it out of the can or do you have to pour it in glass, right? Like, that's an interesting beer snob test. Yeah. Yeah. If you're able to drink it out of the can, you're not a beer snob. <laughs> <laughs> if, this is true. If you find it physically repulsive to drink out of the can, <laughs> then you may be a beer snob. <laughs> I, I do find that with IPAs that it does. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just in my head that it does taste different if you're drinking an, a good IPA out of cane. Uh, sorry, I was eating a stone <laughs> uh, out of a can. I don't know why. Like, oh, hold on a second. I, the way what? that just happened, I thought you. I thought you were saying out of cane. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you were actually talking about cane. You reference IPAs and then your dog who's named after an IPA in one <laughs> sentence and it, it just took us in a different direction. There's a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Like like I was saying, Coors Light, that's my if I'm at a barbecue or something and I'm you know, or a party where, you know, I know I'm gonna be drinking a lot, it's it's Coors Light. It's I can't I'll start off with maybe a few IPAs, but you know, there's no way I can have more than, you know, four IPAs and 
except here on our podcast where I have four IPAs in two hours and <laughs> the last <laughs> 10 minutes I never remember. <laughs> I start, oh yeah, that's right, professor. I need to talk to you later on about uh, two things, the marijuana and the lupulin, the lupulin with beer and the, uh, the, the, the powder that comes with, uh, or whatever you might call it, with uh, a good marijuana. Because uh, I believe uh, I've been criticized for my uh, comments last week. So we'll clear that up a little bit later. Well, yeah, because speaking of lupulin, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me uh, crack this open here. Ah, look at that. Oh, you have a lupulin beer. Well, that's what um, I'll start talking while you're taking a sip there. Why I brought it up, Professor, was that lupulin is like. Oh, it's pronounced lupulin. Oh. <laughs> that's the first thing Wikipedia has taught me so far. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a hardcore like material. Like it's it, it. They say it gets rid of. Let's say you have. Some hops that, you know, some are tough, a bitter taste, or not a bitter taste, like off taste. You know, it gets rid of that. It's the straight, just 100% taste, uh, which brings you the flavor for your beer. That's what that discussion was, was, you know, that's being yeah, so I, I get where you were going with that, because there, there are forms of marijuana, like dabs and, and oils and stuff like that. Yeah. They extract and concentrate that stuff. And uh, that's same way, exactly pretty much what, what lupulin, lupulin is. It's, the, <laughs> it's, it's basically, it's the oils and stuff that leach out of the plant and just sort of crystallize on the, on the, on the top of it. So that, you know, it sounds like people have figured out a way to sort of harvest it and pellet it and then use yeah. that to sort of flavor their beer with. And it's more consistent, I guess. I guess that's the word, consistent. It gives a consistent flavor. But it also, I don't know if uh, Flex, you're tasting that, it, I think I had mentioned that it gives it like a like a creamy like a like I don't know like a like creamy mouthy feel like it's not really to me a great IPA I didn't really enjoy it. What do you think? Well, yeah, what do you so have? so so I, what I have is the it's the Carmen line from Icarus Brewing out of Lakewood, New Jersey. These guys have a lot of beer that I've I've heard about around. Uh, I've had the Yacht Juice before, which is an IPA. That's that's really good. Uh, this one is a it's a imperial IPA, uh, and they say it's you know, well no I actually they say it is a say it say it um, yeah they they call it a New England imperial IPA or perhaps the, maybe that's Northeast I don't know but imperial any... the same as a double uh, hopped <clears throat> yeah I but they call it, it an N E I I PA. So I don't know what the NE, I don't know if that's New England. I, I, New England probably. I would imagine yeah, I so, but I did see a reference to um, the yacht, the yacht juice being called a Northeast style IPA. So yeah. I don't know if they're calling that Northeast or New England. But um, yeah, it's it's got a it's got kind of a unique taste actually. It's got a little bit of a you know, as you said, a little bit of a creamy feel, but also like a little bit of a sharp bite. Yeah, it doesn't really look. Well, that's inter interesting. I wonder if if it's, the mid Atlantic really good. the mid Atlantic breweries are going to try to create like a northeast or mid Atlantic sort of you know because like there's New yeah. England, but well, they do have you know, New, New England ends at Connecticut, right? Like that's you, you know that's the end of it. So they, they there's a New England style, there's the West Coast style, but there's all these things in Jersey and the South and other places. You know, are there going to be other IPAs popping up? 
Yeah, I would say this is different than a New England. This doesn't taste like a New England IPA. I mean, I was just having a, an IPA that I would consider a New England IPA. This doesn't taste like that. Um, they call it a heavily weeded, uh, again, any uh, Imperial IPA, jam-packed with Galaxy, Amarillo, Simcoe, and Columbus lupulin powder, balancing tropical fruits with a dank and resinous backbone. Um, <laughs> So there you go. I mean, it's a, uh, it's got an interesting taste to it. It's it's really good and and I think different. Well, I, I think the the adjective dank there also relates to the mar that comes from the marijuana world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's got a little bit a little bit of a a planty taste to it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know you know loop lupulin is is really hops based so it's there's nothing like marijuana related actually i know you're making that no, no. analogy it's, it's, it's just it's the same sort of like there's the plant and the oils that come out of the plant and yeah and that's yeah it's not the, the same there's a same, there's a parallel in that universe but it's yeah. not they're not the same like you don't get high from loop viewing right <laughs> right um but yeah and it's got a, an interesting taste i mean i i'm I'm enjoying it. Um, actually, so Carmen line, I, I looked this up because I, I didn't know what that was. It's it's like the um, it's the boundary between the Earth's atmosphere and outer space. So like when when do you when are you leaving the Earth and you're going into outer space? Um, and they they say at least you know in Wikipedia they say it's an attempt to define the boundary. So I, I would imagine there's a lot of you know. Uh, controversy over what the actual boundary is for for legal oh, you're a high school teacher what, what it's like the stratosphere the troposphere the <laughs> you cover that in earth science oh me <laughs> so that's that's probably that's beyond the, the your fifth grade right so oh, I'm fifth grade. <laughs> yeah we don't even uh yeah no we're we're still at like earth science uh physical science uh yeah, not much. But, I'm trying to remember. I'll, I'll Google it, but it's it's like the ionosphere, the troposphere, the stratosphere. Yeah. And at some point, that's the boundary to the outer space. Yeah, it's it's troposphere, stratosphere, mesosphere, thermosphere, exosphere. Nerd! And where's the so, line? What did you say? What's it called? The Carmen line. The Carmen line. Yeah. Like Carmen, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled slightly differently, but um, wow! You, and I'm seeing a lot of sediment in this beer too, which which I like. I, I like when it's you know unfiltered. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys can see that, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff floating around there. Yes, I, I enjoy a chunky beer as well. Um, so Icarus, I was reading an article about them recently. Uh, that they, this is their their four year anniversary, so they're fairly new. 2017 and that they had they had a canning process in place so we were talking about this on one of the previous episodes that there were some breweries that that just didn't make it because they didn't have the ability to to really can a lot uh and the ones that could can during this pandemic even though they couldn't have people coming into the brewery and they couldn't maybe sell to like bars because bars weren't really open they could still can beers and they could still, you know, distribute them that way. Um, we can a lot. 
about the <clears throat> Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines. We can't a lot. Faith no more. There you go. Um, so we have to pay the copyrights if I sing it, right? That, that's legal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they they said that they they increased their production, their canning production, from about forty percent to ninety percent overnight. Um, so that's how they were able to kind of keep going during the pandemic, and I think that's. That's telling, especially like like I said, given the the discussion that we had previously, where you know why did some of these these breweries that were that were pretty good and you know um, were doing well, like why did they not make it? Uh, and I think during the pandemic, their their lack of ability to be able to can the beers um, at a greater capacity uh, is is probably what affected them. I think shelf space at liquor stores, I mean, it's hard to come by. It's expensive, you know, like, you know, if you come up with like a food product to get your food product into like a food store is nearly impossible. So I'm sure it's the same with, with beers. If you don't have the store, your beer, what do you do? Unless they're going to buy it out of, you know, Icarus, which is what most people do. It might be easier now than it used to be. I mean, because like now there's like craft beer stores and they're like looking for random things to have in there. But. Yeah. So Carmen Line, I mean, I, I, I really like, I, I like this beer. I'm enjoying it, and I know a lot of the beers I've been having recently, these like New England IPAs, are really juicy. And this one's more. It's, I feel like it's more of like a, a cross between like a hoppier, maybe West Coast IPA, and a New England IPA. So it's a little bit more of a unique taste. Um, it's pretty good. I'd recommend it. Yeah, I, I try Icarus. I keep trying it, and I I haven't found anything that like has stuck. Like the like a a beer of theirs well, that I just have. Love. You had the Yachus? I I don't. I, I might have had it once, maybe just when I was Yachus is really good. I would. Yeah, right I would definitely uh, definitely if you if you could try the Yachus there, I would try it. I haven't been there yet. <clears throat> I know people keep talking about it. Where's in Lakewood? In the uh, off of 70 in the um, industrial Is it near the stadium? Like, but... mm. That would have been smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the industrial park there? Like, yeah, no, that, I, I don't know if that's where it is, but yeah, it's, in the industrial it's park. Here. Close. I mean, it's, it's in the, and there's a huge complex off of 70 that runs, you know, for miles yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. It's like five minutes away, but I mean, maybe they sell it at the, at the stadium because I know they, they have beer there. But. There, there used to be a uh, clock factory there on 70 that uh, happy birthday, mom. She, she used to work at. <laughs> oh, awesome. And they, and they would make, they would make grandfather clocks. So that's why you know, if any of you remember coming to my house, we could get all these grandfather clocks and they, and we would get like as part of the process of making the grandfather clocks. This is really tangential, but, but as part of the process, they would cut out the face, and so you would get this circular disc of wood that would come out, and they'd have like just tons of them because they're just scrap at that point. And my mom would bring them home, so we had all these like little circular discs of wood 
and they came in handy when we were kids. They were bases when we were playing baseball in the circle. They were first, second, and third base. They also, like, were kindling. They burned really good. So anytime we had a fire in the fireplace, you just throw a couple discs in there, and they would light up. <laughs> but that, that's, that's my memory of that, that, that industrial road right off of 70. Like, where, where, the, where, this, where the Blue Claw Stadium is now, that road going towards 70 out that way, there's a big, that, that used to be a clock factory where my mom was. Yeah, it's pretty, it actually is pretty close. I, I think it is in that industrial park. park. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Look up uh, the Blue Claws and see if they actually sell their beer there. I'm yeah. sure they do. It's actually very close. They should, uh, I wonder if they like, you know, partner with them and like shuttle people you know, from the brewery <laughs> to the park. That would be I'm a sure they have a stand or something in the park there. That would make sense. Yeah, uh, I really, I, I've got to check that that Icarus Brewing out because I've heard a lot about them and um, the beer is pretty good. So, yeah, for where, where their pickup was, it wasn't like a attractive place. You know, it wasn't like there was like you know decorative. It was more just a, a slap. Have you been to Kane? Kane's got yeah, some well, of the, best, the best beer I've ever had, and and yeah, their pickup place is not. Well, that's a good segue into mine. Um, <laughs> well, I'll add, I will also add there are, there are worse parts of Lakewood than that. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Taking away the moments that make up the dull day. Fritter and waste the hours. I like what Lakewood's cake. <laughs> um, jumping into mine, uh, I was. You know, surprised about a few things with this. I have a heavy real brewing over in Seaside. I happen to be over in Seaside when we uh, discussed having a uh, podcast tonight. And I think they moved since last time I've been there. I don't know. Uh, I think uh, Bastardos would know better than me because I think he's the one that turned me on to them in the first place. I don't know if there's no, there's not two breweries in Seaside, is there? I think there's only one. But they're definitely in a different place than they were last time. You know, the building from the outside looks nice. The one on the inside looks like a cool place to open up. But I couldn't find much information on them. I looked up online. Maybe, um, what I have is Drowning Clown. And I, I go in there. I want to get a crowler to go. And there's a girl before me. And she's trying to get something to go. And he fills one. And it starts leaking when he starts to give it to her. So he goes to try to fill another. And the same thing happens. So I guess he just gives up on his crowlers, which are those just large cans. So I couldn't get one of those to go, which I wasn't going to get Drowning Clown. That's what I have here. Um, but I ended up getting it in a four-pack, which they sold out of a fridge. So I don't know how much fresher it is getting it the way. Because they are canned there. Um, it's a double dry hopped New England double IPA. Um, again, 8.5%. Uh, what I found surprising was they didn't have much of a selection there. Um, there was another IPA. Um, there was a Sesame IPA. One of um, professor they'd have that you might like, which again I probably should have branched out that way rather than like you said, you know, like there's probably one of them. One that is a hey Pearl. Yes. It sounds like you're breaking up a little bit. I don't. That yeah, me. That sounds like garbled. Yeah. So everything I, I, you just said for like the last ten minutes, say it again. I know it wasn't it was that. It was, it was like <laughs> oh, last right. Just kidding. But yeah, I will say this: I like I'm a, like just, just I'm a yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Of, I 
I fully support uh, drowning clowns. I think that's a great thing. I think if you see a clown, you should drown it immediately. Uh, I'm on board with drowning clowns. So you're not a fan of clowns, I see. All right. First of all, how's the sound right now? Is it the same or is it better? Little... Okay. Yeah, it's much better. All right. It might have been just my uh, charger here. So I'm not going to repeat everything I just said, except for the fact that <laughs> I did go with the IPA. And after leaving there, I was going to save this for the end, but I'm going to leave it up to the taste of it. I don't know how long they're going to be in business. <laughs> I don't know. There's <laughs> promotion of theirs. Uh, let me crack yes. this. And I'm going to give it the uh, first little taste test to see if they'll be in business for long, because this is the only IPA I saw there. Except is, this, that is this our first bros on beers thumbs down? Is this, is this... <laughs> no, no, I've had a few. Luckily, I'm not drinking that. Uh, was that? I don't want to put anybody else down. I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I had something earlier. That... No, you're saving somebody else from drinking a bad beer. For, for St. Patrick's Day, he picked Killian's Irish Red. <laughs> <laughs> that was his beer. There was a story behind that. I was on the road. I had to grab something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> were you on a truck stop? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> they had one that's a mix. It's a sour beer. A banana. It wasn't a beer. <laughs> did you did you go to a bodega in Newark? Like, if Killian's Irish Red is your only option, you're in a bad store. <laughs> it was... Where was I? Out. I was out west about an hour and a half or so. Long story, or short story. Anyway, so they had a few other beers there. Nothing, again, to really go back for. But uh, they have one that's an orange creamsicle taste. Uh, pineapple, pineapple Dole Whip, which is, I think, something from Disney. There's some drink, I guess, in Disney that they made to taste. It's alcoholic, but obviously made to taste uh, like that. And another one that's grapefruit and passion fruit. So I went with this. Um you know, again, I went on a website. There wasn't much information there. Um, there wasn't a great choice there. Um, but here we go. <laughs> the thing I love about Pearl's perspective on these beers is that he's not a big IPA fan. Yeah, yeah. The thing I like about Pearl's reviews is that he doesn't like beer. And that he comes in every week and drinks one and... And tells us what he thinks about it, and it's great. His, his, his opinion, you know. I and I'm gonna have to go. I'm, I don't agree. The last two I've had, industrial arts. I'm raving about that brewery. Oh, yeah. He's all about industrial arts, man. Industrial <laughs> arts, get it? It's so good. This actually is good. I, I you one of my first response, and it's actually pretty wow. good. So, so I, I, like having so having traveled yeah. this country and lived in many different places. So the, they're Great in Seaside color. Heights, right? That looks Seaside really Heights good. Or in Seaside, Park. Wow. Seaside Heights, that looks yeah. Good. In Seaside Heights. Seaside Heights is uh, useful to me because it's an easy way to describe where I'm from. Have you ever seen the show? <laughs> uh -huh. Have you ever seen the Jersey Shore? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm from, like, the next town over. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's. <laughs> it used to be. I mean, it used to be because the real world. Was it the real world? Or was is that what it was called? The Jersey Shore. They, they, you know, they have. Uh, yeah. oh, my wife's watched yeah. all of them. <laughs> now, now they're everywhere. Those crazy shows. But all right, this is actually pretty good. But again, if if it's it's main beer, again, I haven't had really many in a long time from Heavy Real Brewing. Um, it, it's pretty good. Um, but you need to work on the website. <laughs> 
Uh, they don't say anything about the beer. They do go over the brewing process of uh, most of their beers, but really that's about it with it. But uh, it's actually pretty good. So if you are at the store and you do see this one, Browning Clown from Heavy Real Brewing, I would uh, grab 8.5%, which is nice. Nice. It's no industrial arts, I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> that's good to know. I mean, I've seen you drinking a lot of that industrial arts and um... – yeah, I've got to try that. I, I know I've had the Impact Wrench before. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I've got to pick it up again. Easy, uh, I I just think it's it's fun to see it go like full circle because there was an episode with Bastardo where he was like, "Oh, if you like that one, you should try the Impact Wrench, right?" Like you know, and so you know the the advancement into that is, is spawned completely from this podcast, which is great. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he, he knows right. like about a lot of that, like with the cane, with the the head high, all the different levels of, uh, you know, dankness. <laughs> also with the. Uh... You know, it's funny. I just what, um, who was it? I was just looking at a brewery that had because I know cane has overhead, <clears throat> and one of the breweries I was just looking at recently, I can't remember who it was, but they had. Something that was also called overhead, which I thought was interesting. And it was like a, a New Jersey brewery. Oh, that'd be um, weird. I could see if it was like somewhere out west or something. Like, like how do you not do no. your resource? <laughs> at least on that. Cane is nice because you find it at some, some bars with the head high. I was down in uh, LBI this past week, and I had asked you guys if you knew any breweries down there, and I was too far away from, uh, what did you say, it was Ship Bottom Brewery, I think? Yeah. You didn't go to Ship Bottom? No, it was, I was, when I went down there, I ended up going north on the, on the what do you call that? Oh, it just, that was it, actually. It was Ship Bottom. They have something called, actually, it's called Double Overhead. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they have a double overhead IPA, which is 10.4%. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's not overhead. It's double overhead. So, okay. Yeah, I was going to go there. And then on the way back, I think uh, my brother suggested Backward Flag. I've never been there. But they didn't open till 4. And then also was... um. I forget the other brewery that's down there, but they didn't open until three. Ended up going to Caffrey's and uh, set out at the bar in the back, and they had Kane on tap. So I had the head high and some of their wings. So Caffrey's is, is back in business? Well, they they always were. They, had, uh, they built a back bar, which is, you know, it's like a big barn. Um, so they were open there, and they had, like, cornhole and uh, a bunch of other things. And they were open back there while they redid the, the restaurant after it burned down. And the restaurant just opened again, I think, a few months ago. So you can sit inside or go out back, which out back is inside as well. But there's also out, outside seating. It's an awesome place now, like a compound in there. It's pretty cool. Here's another uh, fun fact from my, uh, from my travels around the country. Um, New Jersey is the only place I live where things burn down all the time. It doesn't happen <laughs> anywhere else. Oh, not in California? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, there's, there's wildfires and all that. Like, specific, just this one restaurant burned down. Nothing else around it burned. Oh, just yeah, this burned yeah, down. I get it. I get uh, it. And, and, and the insurance models claim wow. it's a very New Jersey thing. 
<laughs> insurance fraud in New Jersey. It's it's uh <laughs> well I'm sure Caffrey was not part of that. No, that's of a great not. great restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I have to say I'm on my second pint of the raspberry marshmallow. Um, it is it's really growing on me. This is a really good beer. It, it it it's different. It's completely different than anything I've ever had. And it, and it if you told me it was a raspberry marshmallow porter, okay, I'd be into that. But the color, like that beer, just does not look like something I would ever drink. I know, I know, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I had said before, it's drinkable. Like you can have mm-hmm. like two and not like have an instant headache, headache or anything. Yeah, I guess it's not certain. Yeah, it, it, I, I agree. They're stretching the boundaries of what you would define as beer. This doesn't taste like beer. <laughs> like the episode I was I was listening to the, two weeks ago, yeah. like Betty was talking about how like he just described his his beer as like a, it's almost like a mixed drink, right? It tastes like orange and alcohol. Like he was drinking a screwdriver in a can. <laughs> and and this is the same way. It doesn't it doesn't really taste like a beer. It has the. I mean, I, I drink a lot of sour, so it has that familiarity of a sour, but. It's it's got its own flavor, its own taste. Okay, so well, you're, you're the sour guy. Yeah, um, Pearl, you're our not IPA guy. But <laughs> you drink IPAs. I'm the. I'll tell the truth about it, guy. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hold them back punches. And again, this one is you know much better than I thought it would be based on the little experience I had there, but. I'm loving this Carmen line, and you know it's been sitting in my refrigerator for for a while. I don't know if there's a date on here, but <clears throat> I've been uh, hearing about dates as well and how it matters. So yes, it's all about freshness. <laughs> so this is December 29th, 2020. So I don't know if that's when it was canned or if that's like their <laughs> Best Buy date. Um, a lot of them tell you when they were, when it was canned. Right. Yeah, it's probably when it's canned. So, um, yeah, so this is, you know, six or seven months in. So I, I don't know what the anticipated expiration date would be on a beer, but um, this is still pretty good. So, Professor, what's this, the, the fear of clowns? <laughs> That's a, uh, I'm not that scared of clowns. It's, it's more of a, it's, it's an easy joke to make, so I made it. Uh, I'm a lazy comedian, but it, it, <laughs> no, my my wife is deadly afraid of clowns. Uh, she, she doesn't she doesn't take them at all, and my daughter yeah. got that as well. Like so, they don't they they don't like it. <laughs> but like you know, Pennywise is is yeah, and all of that, and just just any sort of pictures of clowns. It, it's, you know, the whole like John Wayne Gacy thing, they it just creeps them out. I can tolerate it to some extent, but yeah, I, I get why people are afraid. Of it. Yeah. No. So I'm going to kick off the media segment here. I haven't seen this show, but I heard about it. Have you heard of a show called? That's a that's a great introduction, by the way. I'm, yeah. I'm it, well, I said segue. I said segue, not introduction. Uh, um, have you heard of a show called "I Think You Should Leave"? Ooh, no. No. Okay. So it's like a, apparently it's a skit comedy show. I, I'll have to check this out. It's because we don't get a lot of those, right? Like what skit comedy shows have you heard of recently? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it sounds like it's pretty good. It's like you know, people that get into like embarrassing situations and um, 
how they try to you know discount them when they're actually bigger than they're trying to play it off um but anyway something to check out yeah i think i think you should leave i haven't seen it yet playing on netflix netflix so i'm gonna go off of uh Carl's 45 minutes worth of reviewing something before saying it's good and, and go to zero because I haven't seen the show at all, but I heard it was good. Um, but no, I've been, I've been watching. Uh, so there's a, I, I know I always bring up the kids shows, um, but I'm going to do, do it again. Uh, so the, uh, the mis- been watching, so fair yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious Benedict's society. Um, it's kind of an interesting show. It's it's a little bit like um, series of unfortunate events. If you've ever watched that show or read those books, it's kind oh of that kind of theme. And that was a great. A, like the Netflix version of that was very good. And you yeah, it's that, it, really good. It, it's very similar to that. So it's like a bunch of orphan kids that. Um, they kind of get into this group. They get into this society, and they're uh, um, they have to try and infiltrate some like enemy uh, group that is projecting um, these messages, these underlying messages in subliminal messages in uh, TV shows and you know radio shows and and so on that you listen to. Um, but it's it's really funny and it's you know great especially for the kids it's a great kids show. Uh, also, I've been watching Loki, <clears throat> which has taken a little bit of a turn. I don't know if you guys have been following Loki, but a little bit of a turn uh, into um, two different realms. I would say one is the um, the Spider Man into the multiverse, so that kind of like multi dimensional aspect. Which I know a lot of the the Marvel movies and so on have had that concept there, but it really the the last episode really took a turn into uh, into that that universe. Um, and the other one I would say is Lost because it, it's they're really just kind of playing with like like the you know the art of the possible. Like what what can we do to like really kind of freak people out or you know just kind of push the realm of of what's possible and. And they just keep pushing it. Like, you know, you, you kind of think they, t- they take it to one point and they, you're like, okay, I'll accept that. And they push it a little bit further and you're like, okay, I'll accept that. And they push it a little further and you just have to keep That's going with first. it. <laughs> well, it, it hasn't really, I mean, it hasn't broken yet, but I mean, I could, I can make an argument like, well, what, what the hell? Like you could do anything. Like, you know, you're just kind of just saying whatever you want and you know, it, it happens and, yeah, the the, the Deus Ex Machina, the, the the God, the machine sort of thing. It's, it's, it's the, that over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like okay, you thought this was this person was dead. Well, now they're just here. Oh, and you thought they yeah. were dead again. Well, now they're just here. And like yeah, yeah. okay, so nobody's ever gonna die, and everybody's gonna live this like adventurous yeah. life, and you know, yeah, okay, everything's cool. Matter. Whatever you say goes. This is just, yeah, this is... right. So. That that's, I mean that's that's how I feel about Loki. I mean it's 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 totally abstract from 
the rest of the Marvel universe, I feel, and, and they're just kind of doing whatever they want. But it, it's still a good show, and it's funny. I mean, my daughter was, you know, she said we were watching the last episode, and she's like, oh, this is my favorite, you know, Disney uh, series that they have out today. Um, so it, it's definitely worth watching. Oh, okay. So, you, well, let me just, like, as a tangent, you, you compared it to Lost at one point, and I will uh, confess, I've never watched Lost. I've never seen it. I've God never bless seen any you. Of it. Is it is it worth going back and watching that? Well, I don't even know if it is. Oh God, but... no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like you watch the first few seasons and then it goes gets weird. No, Lost, Lost is we're going to make a bunch of weird stuff happen, and we're never going to tell you why it happened. We're never going to explain. They don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> you keep wanting to know like why this is happening, and they never explain it. <laughs> Keep up one more. <laughs> um, but just one more comment. Uh, yeah, I did start watching solos on your recommendation, oh, yeah. Pearl. And oh, it's I mean, God, it's Black Mirror. It is Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. Is, you, you can't say. I mean, it's totally Black Mirror. But I I get like. Okay, I've watched two episodes. It's not as both both of the episodes, there was only one actor in the entire episode. So is that the solo's concept? Like yeah, solo yeah. because yeah, it was filmed during the pandemic. It was just them filming themselves doing yeah. doing a scene or a story or whatever, right? Oh, okay. Is that is that the concept that it was filmed during the pandemic and they were by yeah. themselves? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. If you had okay. watched one of our episodes, I didn't mention that. So Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, I believe that was the idea there that they set him up with the set and they went in. And now I wasn't a big Anne Hathaway fan, so it was tough for me to get started with, you know, her. I liked her in uh, Les Mis and stuff, but it was tough to get started with Wait, that one. But, but. She was Leah? What? Yeah, she was the first she episode. Was, she was Leah? She was the first episode, Leah? Yeah, she played all three. She played her, I don't want to spoil anything, but she played the. The past and the f- future kind of thing, yeah. Oh, you, I didn't. You know, I, Anne like she, yeah, I know who she is, but she looked different. I, I mean, I, I okay, I can see it. Yeah, yeah I get, I, a lot of times her hair is really short. Yeah, that was weird. Okay. Um, yeah. there's no, with I, that, was there seven episodes. I would say three are great. Uh, like three are nah. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be oh. honest, right? Like. Okay, so the Anne Hathaway, Leah, the first episode, like, it's okay. Like, I, I feel the same way. There's kind of like a, you know, you, you, there's a story, and you, you, there's, a, there's a conclusion to it a bit. Like, you can get, it, it's kind of like a Black Mirror episode. The second yeah. episode, Tom, with Anthony Mackie. You, you didn't like that? It's unfulfilled. Yeah, I mean, you're like, okay, well, what did I just watch this for? Like, um, I, it somewhat comes in in a few other episodes. You'll I know, hear. I know you say that. I know you say that. You say <laughs> the the last episode, it, it like kind of all comes together. But like when I watched that episode, I was I was like, well, okay, well, so I, I I get what's happening, but I'm not really that. I wasn't that like taken by it. 
I, was, I, I, I don't think know. With that one I liked that that didn't matter if it connected or not. It was I liked that I that idea that the guy sitting and reflecting upon his life and realizing his mistakes and telling this new guy who was him to not make those same mistakes was pretty, pretty cool. Okay. But, you uh, know, you got yeah, to- I, I I guess from your telling it's it, like, like, like yeah. you just haven't made as many mistakes as Pearl, so it wasn't as relevant to you. <laughs> <laughs> See, not only mistakes, let's say uh, life happens. I'm teasing. <laughs> I hear you. Um, you didn't get to the... Uh... Oh, God. I've only seen the first two episodes, so no, I haven't gotten to what I'm here about this. Well, I will, I will... So, you're... you're ranting about one of uh, Pearl's recommendations. I will give a kudos to one of Pearl's recommendations. I went and watched Gadget Man. And um, it was, it's funny. It, like, it, had, oh, it had Richard Ayuwadi on it, and Richard I love him. And it, yeah. my wife doesn't kind of like it because he's, he's got this very particular dry sense of humor, yeah, which she dry. doesn't quite get. But like, I love Like I, I saw the first episode where they went camping, and like he was doing all the gadgets for camping and all this. It was great. It was yeah. funny. He's leaving the house. <laughs> yeah, like his argument is like, like, why, why? I don't like the outside. I don't like this at all. Why, why can't we be inside? <laughs> and that's all on him. It's not like that, that. These things are written down for him. I love his responses to like. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's just his, his natural sort of demeanor and acting, and it was, it was very yeah. good. So kudos to you on that recommendation. Yeah, I also saw one of those episodes and and thought it was really good. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it was. I, they went to a bar at one point and they were using some some things in the bar yeah. uh, to measure alcohol or something. I don't remember, but it was yeah. it was it was. Oh, fun. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, where yeah, they're, like, they're like, don't drink the breathalyzers yeah. and the different things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of those types of shows, did you guys watch Top Gear with Jeremy Clarkson and those two guys? Uh, and... I, yeah, back in the day, I've watched that a bit. Like, I love those three guys. I think those three guys, especially uh, Jeremy Clarkson, you know, he's just, he's funny, he's witty, he's he's older, he's whatever, he's a car nut, whatever. But there was a new one that just came out, which you reminded me of. It's called Clarkson's Farm. And all it is is him trying to farm his property. He owns like 300 acres or something insane. Um Oh, there was something else that just reminded me too. But anyway, it's just a, another fun show on uh, Amazon Prime. All it is is him trying to make turn his property into a farm and him doing it himself, and it's it's pretty funny. But uh, another promo. Yeah. But that reminded me of something. Which the I'm thing I like about the thing I like about Top Gear because it reminded me of like our friendships. There's a clear pecking order, right? Like there's somebody who is the butt of the joke all the time. Yeah, <laughs> we know who that is. It's, it's no one on this call, but there there are people in our group who are the the, the joke all the time. Oh, that's and, what. It and, you know that that just it just reminded me of of that. <laughs> is it Clark? So Clarkson's Farm. Clarkson's Farm. C L A R A S O N S. Yeah, it just came out. I watched all hmm. seven eight episodes of it. It's just normal stuff. Uh, but just he he just puts a fun spin on everything. Driving a car just he makes it entertaining. Uh, but there was one other joke. It was um who was the original guy for The Office? Um, uh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. So he had he had a uh, what the hell was that? I'm not gonna remember. But there was some joke that played off of uh, 
my oh geez I'm, I'm combining like eight different things that are happening at once the subtitled when it was uh english to whatever joke i have to look it up never mind if, if we could like zoom into pearl's brain right now there'd just be all kinds of squirrels and file cabinets flying around and just it'd be insane in there right now the smoke back here <laughs> anyway have you guys watched billions on showtime no 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 um it, it, a few years ago, I was mentioning it because it was coming out live on Showtime. Now it's just came out on Amazon Prime, so I got to watch it again because right, um, <clears throat> I think, I forget the story, but uh, they stopped filming um, over COVID. But again, I, I don't have Showtime now, so I couldn't watch the shows any, anyway. But Billions, of, you know, Paul Giamatti isn't in it. Um, oh, yeah. Did you guys yeah. read the book Dreamcatcher, Stephen King? No. Um but they, they had a movie for it, and the main character was uh, Damian Lewis. He plays the main guy in the show. But the show's called Billions. Um, it's about a guy. Um, Paul G. Monty is the attorney general of New York, and Damian Lewis <clears throat> plays Bobby Axelrod, who owns his own hedge fund company. And it's just the interaction between those two guys, and it's just a, a very well-cast show. Um, great acting. Uh, John Malkovich plays a, a recurring character. He plays a Russian, uh, I guess, investor or something. I'm not too familiar, but um, really, really good show. They're, on, they're about five and a half seasons through. They had to shut down in the 60s, which I also just found out. I think they shut down because of COVID. But the guy bought, that plays Bobby Axelrod, Damian Lewis, his wife actually just passed away in April, it said, um, which was kind of sad. She had cancer. Um, so... Well, I mean, it certainly sounds well cast. I mean, I'll, I'll watch. It's, it's, I'll watch John Malkovich read the paper. It, it, and that's what it yeah, is. He, he's awesome. when he had the same him. accent as in Rounders, so he had that Russian, uh, you yeah, know. Uh, yeah. But there's like a million other, and I think the way you said that, it's cast very, very well. You know, Bobby Axelrod's wife was this girl. I forget her name, uh, but she's she's really good. Paul Giamatti's wife. Um, all the big business guys in. Uh, you know, Axe Capital, that's the name of the thing. It's just awesome. So I definitely suggest watching it. Now it's on uh, Amazon Prime, so you can watch it from uh, episode one, season one. So it's a, it's a great show. But uh, that was it, Billions. I, I certainly now want to, I want to go back and watch Being John Malkovich. That's such a great <laughs> Yeah, movie. me too. I go to the, the, you know, the floor seven and a half where everything's compressed. It's just, it was just so weird at the time, like, you know. He comes out to this little, the elevator opens and he's got to walk through that little thing. And, then, <laughs> and yeah, you, get, you get ejected out into the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, dumped out into the New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> the the, the, the uh, secretary who's like completely fun. deaf and doesn't hear a word this guy says. And <laughs> the boss is just like, oh, that poor woman puts up with my speech impediment. And like, no, you talk fine. She's deaf. <laughs> You know, I, I did hear that there was, uh, it was at the, um, the Sundance Film Festival <clears throat> that there was an, uh, there was a category for um, uh, films that were filmed during the pandemic. Hold on a second. Sorry. I, I was just turning on uh, Netflix to find what I was talking about. And I think you should leave was the promo. Right, right away, it came on. Yeah, there you go. A recommendation based on not seeing the show once. <laughs> now, that I, I there's a New York Times piece 
which I couldn't read because I don't pay for it. But like it said, like that guy who's in the store, the star of that used to be on. He was on Saturday Night Live for like half a season or a season or something yeah. like that. And he didn't make it. And but they're like yeah. he was too good for SNL. And here's the proof. It's this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. Um, but I was trying to find the uh, the name of the movie. I'm I'm not really sure what it is, but there was a movie that was filmed. Um, it was like a series of films that were filmed during the pandemic, and they had certain restrictions. Like you could only film it on site with the people that were on site with you, probably during certain time periods. You had to be a pod. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I just want to see how long that sounds. It's gonna go, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good edit was, right there. I was trying to find some. Oh, I switched to industrial arts, by the way. Oh, nice. I, I that, at the bottom of that, it got really, I know, Professor, you would so, like it, it got really sour. I guess all the concentrate so pearl at the bottom. So pearl, now that you're you've got another beer cracked and you're ready to go, um, you're ready. <clears throat> let's talk about the race because you you brought up the race a couple of episodes ago, and right. yeah, the race. And you you said I'll I'll talk about the race later, but you never did. Um, oh, yeah, it was going to so, be the yeah. You said it was going to be the first live episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. The running. I thought that this is a running race between uh, two of our members. Yes. No, 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 yeah, the running race. That's, yeah, that's all I was referring to. I don't know anything about that. That's you guys. Okay, so all right, I'll talk about the race then. Um, so we we have a race that's scheduled between Pearl's brother. Scheduled? Who, well, <laughs> yeah, scheduled is. Awesome. I think it was scheduled, and then it was moved, and who Before knows? Before scheduled. It's it's agreed upon. There is a race that's going to happen. Let's say torn Achilles somewhere in there. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that he cares. <laughs> uh, so we need a name for Pearl's brother because he comes up a lot in this. Uh, Who'd you go with? No, <laughs> come on right now. Um. Mookie. Yeah. There it he is. Like, see, he would like Mookie, but see, I would pick something so, like... Oh, no, that's being kind to him. Sorry. I, yeah. I, was, I, was, I, mean, <laughs> I would pick something like, I don't know, Fist? No, because I, I think of Pearl coming from Pearl Jam, and I think of the original <clears throat> oh, name of Pearl Jam being Mookie Blaylock. And, you know, oh, oh, okay. So here's a topic. Oh, my God. So... Let's talk about our names, okay? I do like that. Why are you Pearl? That had zero. I, I Pearl Jam is is my. I, I like to say my favorite band, but Tool is uh, creeping up. I think Pearl Jam. Anyway, but oh, I didn't have that. I like that now. No, Pearl was. Uh, oh, you went after Janis Joplin? Is that was? No, 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 no. You should know this already. This is. Uh... <laughs> you know, Aunt Jemima. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh right. And they renamed they renamed Aunt Jemima as Pearl Pearl Milling. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my name is Pearl Milling, <laughs> and that is all. You named yourself after Aunt Jemima. 
Yes. And that is relevant. Why? Oh, and he runs away. Okay. <laughs> um, the the, the right. questioning was getting too intense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know you can't see this. Uh, when oh, you're here. They actually named. It's not it's Jemima now, anymore. It's Merlin. Oh, yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole. Yeah. So, at the time of hey, are we coming up with names? That was in the news that day, and I came oh, up with God. Pearl. Yeah, that's pretty lame and not yeah. really relevant to yourself. But okay. I mean, Pearl, Pearl Jam. The Pearl Jam. Uh, context. I mean, I, my version of your origin story is better. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> Well, I don't understand flex. Where did that yeah. flex come from? Oh my god, oh. that is old. That the flex reference would be thirty years old at this point. Yeah. How so old we used to play. Uh, what 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 game console was that on? It was on, uh, it was on uh, Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. Okay, we used to play some kind of golfing game that was on there. Probably like Jack Nicholas yeah. uh, golfing game that was on the Sega Genesis and. Um, we'd get together and we'd play this game, and there were certain people that had certain abilities to like get out of uh, certain situations. So like maybe somebody that got into sand traps a lot, they can get out easily. Um, they were like Sandus something, and Sandus. somebody that, that got into the trees, they were called Arborist. I think Professor, that was that was yourself. Um, yeah. and I, I was like, every time I got into the rough, I was able to get out of it pretty easily. So I was, I was called uh, flex. See, I, I think, I, I think you're, you're, uh, you're misremembering and, and, and heroizing yourself in this scenario. <laughs> I, I don't remember. It was, I don't remember the qualification you got out of it all the time. It was where you were most of the time. <laughs> If you spent most of your time in the rough, you were flex roughest. If you spent most of your time in the sand traps, you were sandus. If you spent most of your time in the trees, you were arborist. <laughs> I, I don't think it had anything to do with the ability to get out of that situation. <laughs> okay. We, we would need best starter to make the call. It was best starter's house. I can neither confirm nor deny those, <laughs> those observations. <laughs> So your origin story is uh, undefined. <laughs> so he, he's been Flex Ruffus for probably 30 years now. Ah. <laughs> yeah. This is true. It's probably more than 30 years, right? Uh, how old am I? 46? <clears throat> yeah, maybe we were, we were younger than 16, right? No, it's probably about 30 years. Yeah. God, I hope so. When was Sega Genesis actually a thing? We were in high school, so there's that. <laughs> well, I would have gone by something else, uh, but I thought it'd be too. It's too uh, similar to my actual name with the my name for fantasy football. Yeah, I, I just uh, I am the professor because I I hold a PhD degree, so therefore I call myself the professor. <laughs> I, I work in the industry. I, I am not in academia at all, so I don't actually teach or am a professor of any sorts, but I have a PhD, so therefore I call myself the professor. <laughs> Simple enough. 
Works for me. Have you guys ever seen the movie Event Horizon? I think so. Is it worth watching? I, I, I've, uh, you know, I just thought it was kind of intriguing, and I, you know, I was watching something or listening to something recently where they were talking about it and how there was supposed to be like a director's cut, and it never happened. Um, but it, it sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, I remember this movie. Yeah, it's worth watching. It, it's got Lawrence Fishburne in it, who I, I'll watch him yeah. again. Yeah, he's good. He's anything. He, he's... Little trivia about Lawrence Fishburne. He was in the movie Apocalypse Now as a kid. He was like a, a kid, kid in that movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool, dude. There was this, there was this old movie. Like, so when I was in, when I was in college, uh, the college had its own cable line, like its own cable network. Like there was one channel that you could go to and they'd play movies all the time. And they, they just replayed a bunch of movies and stuff. But one of the ones was, uh, God, I got to look this up. There's a movie where where Lawrence Fishburne is an undercover cop, and it's amazing. It's it's an oh, early movie. Is it called The Matrix? No, no, it's I've not seen the Matrix. that. <laughs> it's called. Uh, oh yeah, he was the dad in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, that was good. Deep Cover. That's what it was. Deep Cover, 1992. He. It's such a good movie. It, it's it's the common. It's the the usual story about like a guy who goes undercover. The same sort of thing like in Reservoir Dogs or whatever. Like you're an undercover cop, and at what point do you cross the line, right? Like where you like you're you're running with these guys and you start to realize like I don't want to betray them or, or like you know, and it, it, it's All right. it's 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 a good movie. Deep cover from nineteen ninety-two. You can find that, go watch it. It's it's a like uh, Departed. You guys watch or did you mention it? Yeah, the yeah, it's, yeah, the Departed is the same. I've never thing. seen that. I've never seen that. Is it worth watching? Oh, you should definitely go watch that. Departed? That one is good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's really good. But like it's I, I think the deep cover is like one of the it's it's so there's this like echelon of like types of movies. This is a type of movie, right? Like the deep cover, uh Departed, a bunch of them. They all have the same thing where the undercover cop gets in trouble. Uh, Rush, remember that one where like where they where they like with a uh, Jennifer Jason Lee in it, and they like they start doing their undercover narcotics agents. They start doing drugs and end up becoming like drug addicts, <laughs> and then can't go back. Like that was a great movie. It has this great scene in it where like she takes a, she takes a, a pill. I can't remember if she's doing LSD or whatever it was, but like it has the scene where she's driving on the road. And they're playing uh, Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower. Which is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's, it's my favorite like cover song. Jimi Hendrix, it's originally a Bob Dylan song, but that song is, Jimmy took it and made it his own. And that song is amazing. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. Driving down the road, there's all these like you see like the trails, the chemical trails, and all this stuff. And that music's playing. It's, it's such a classic scene. But that movie was was great because they, you know, the same sort of thing. They go undercover, but they end up doing the drugs and then become drug addicts. And when you're a drug addict, it's all the hell breaks. But where I started this, and I'll take it back, is uh, you know, there's these movies in these genres that are sort of outside. Like it reminds me, of Deep Cover is such a good movie. But it's not the one that people know from that genre, such as the way, like, you know, a Bronx tale 
is such a good movie, but it's not what people think of when they think of gangster movies. They think of like Godfather or Goodfellas, right? But A Bronx Tale is a great movie, but it was sort of like off to the side. And I think the, like a different, different perspective. Yeah. 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 It just wasn't as popular for whatever reason, but it's still, if you watch it, it's, 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 it's got a good storytelling. It's a good movie. And I feel the same way about that, about that. God, that's great. Deep cover. I haven't thought about that in a while. Speaking of Jimi Hendrix, um, we went to the Bethel Woods Museum <clears throat> recently for uh, Woodstock, the 69 Woodstock. Yeah. Which actually wasn't in Woodstock, New York, but it was in Bethel Woods, New York. And they have the actual location there where like the, the, the festival occurred and they have a museum of all the, the stuff that went on. It was really interesting in the way that like things were planned and they were they were trying to get a uh they were trying to just market like something for a a, a music studio in in Woodstock, New York, originally, and they put the festival together, and there was all these problems that they encountered, and you know the bands that like were supposed to headline ended up like the the Grateful Dead actually played in the dark because they had like electrical problems, and the, the time of the day that it happened, you know they they ended up just playing in the dark, oh, wow. and who there were a couple of headliners like. Um, What's the the white white rabbit? Um, who Jefferson sings that? Airplane. Yeah, Jefferson Airplane. Jefferson Airplane played at like eight thirty in the morning on like Sunday, and Jimi Hendrix was supposed to like close it out, and he played at like eight thirty in the morning on Monday, and it was supposed to end like Sunday night. So like they had bands just playing like all night, and they whether there was lighting or, you know, electrical or people were listening, whatever, they just kept going with it. And they, you know, they, like whatever was working, they just kept pushing forward and bands that ended up playing, you know, the next morning that was supposed to headline. I think even the who ended up playing at like, like five o'clock in the morning. Like it was insane. And probably, you know, <laughs> like these headliners that were supposed to, you know, the biggest bands there, you know, yeah. nobody was really listening to them because they were asleep. Yeah, that's it's it's the chaos of that that generate like generate like let's do this. Mm. We, have we thought it through? Have we planned it? Nah, nah, man, nah. Let's just do it. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it feels like it was kind of a. It feels like it was a bit of a once in a lifetime thing, like. You know, oh, sure. it wasn't, yeah. It, it, yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, they they kind of all showed up there. There were more people that, than, than they would have ex- anticipated showing up there. It was a bunch of guys that were trying to, they were like entrepreneurs and they were trying to, um, you know, have like something significant happen. And they, they anticipated 150,000 people and 450,000 people showed up. That's a lot and, of uh, yeah, but, but do you think like so? Our generation, we did Lollapalooza, right? Like that was a way to sort of recreate that in a way. Like the big, the big summer festivals where you get all these bands and it's hot mm-hmm. and it's muddy and all this yeah. crap. That it's 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 like a difficult. It's a diff, you know, you're in and they still do these festivals all the time. Bonnaroo and Glastonbury and other places. Like it's 
you know, as a, as a, as a patron, it's difficult. You're, you're going to be, you're going to be tired. You're going to be, you know, stoned or drunk or whatever. You're going to be dehydrated. You're going to be sleeping in the mud, but you're there for a couple of days. And, you know, it's, I think they're all sort of modeled on that, that original Woodstock event. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that original Woodstock event, they didn't really know how it would go. And it kind of played out a certain way. And that's the template for, you know, other events that we have now. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's a really interesting, like, museum to go to if you have the opportunity. Yeah, it's cool. So, uh, wait, speaking of Corky Romano, which, which of you guys have seen Corky Romano? That was another undercover kind of... Do you guys see Corky Romano? Isn't that an Adam Sandler thing? I don't know who, yeah. The guy, Chris Kattan. I'm sorry, I don't know. But you were mentioning like undercover guys. Like he was, uh, I think, like one of the mob bosses, like nephews or something, and he had to go. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the most like un mafioso. Yeah. Like he was all Hollywood and the whole thing, but he was the son of the Don. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He was in a bag of cocaine, and I, I think. For whatever reason, the the canine caught it, so he was like in a fight with it. He was pulling the the cocaine away, and the dog tore it open, and he ingested it all. And he had to go get a speech to like hit or something. And one that was if you haven't seen it, just watch that scene only. And he he it's hilarious. It ends. You want to buy a boat? So look up. You want to buy a boat, Chris Kattan? It's hilarious. Oh, well, Very, you know. As, as Rick James once said, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all. All right. Yeah. Great show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you again next time. Peace out. <laughs>